Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I warned you that cities were going to start doing lockdowns in the name of Omicron. I told you they were not going to be doing this based on science. This was going to be based solely on power and control. Now we see a leader of that new movement. Mayor de Blasio, New York City, who's going to be running for governor of New York, is in his last week in office, and he has said that he is not going to stop fighting COVID. That's his goal. And he wants to inspire other mayors and governors to do exactly what he has done in New York City. This also sounds uh, like a possible presidential run for de Blasio based on COVID. Take a listen. One last point. We got to get out of the COVID era. Uh, Today, historic day for New York City, we're implementing a vaccine mandate in the country, all private sector employers today. This is what we need to do everywhere. Every mayor, every governor, every CEO in America should do vaccine mandates now because we have got to. 2022 has to be a year we leave COVID behind. If we're going to fix public safety, we actually have to first get out of the COVID era. Did you hear that at 2024? Man, isn't that interesting? 2024. So there's a very good chance de Blasio wants to run for president in 2024, not just governor. There's a chance he may be floating both here. And he says, we got to leave this behind. Not only do we have to leave this behind, but we have to mandate, inspire every mayor, every governor, every private sector CEO to do the same. Mandates for vaccines. The strongest vaccine mandate in the country, all private sector employers today. This is what we need to do everywhere. Every mayor, every governor, every CEO in America should do vaccine mandates now because we have got to. 2022 has to be a year we leave COVID behind. If we're going to fix public safety, we actually have to first get out of the COVID era. There it is. Now, on the other side of this, a federal judge has now sided with Florida, says reasons for Biden's vax mandate for federal contractors is straight up unexplained. That's right. A federal judge in Florida sided with a state against the Biden administration, putting in place a temporary injunction against the federal government's vaccine mandate for all federal contractors. U.S. District Judge Stephen Maryday issued a 38-page opinion that challenged the Biden administration's justification 
for the sweeping mandate, which would require the employees of all agencies and businesses with contracts with the federal government to be vaccinated against COVID-19 with limited exceptions. Judge Mary Day's opinion has little practical impact since a federal judge in Georgia also issued an injunction against Biden's mandate earlier this month. The judge went on to say that it was pretty much insane that the Biden administration demanded that even among contractors and subcontractors that they must be vaccinated, even though they technically don't directly work for the United States government, saying that this is pretty much an unexplained mandate. The frequency and duration of any procurement delay attributed to COVID-19 is unexplained as well, he said. The extent of any cost increases attributed to COVID-19 is unexplained. In other words, the extent of any procurement problem, past or future, attributed to COVID-19 is undemonstrated and is merely a hastily manufactured but unproven hypothesis about re- and a contrived speculation about the future is what the judge wrote about the Biden administration. In other words, they're full of crap. They're making it all up. Obviously, no massive extension, expansion of presidential powers is necessary to cure a non-existent problem, the judge said, and certainly neither good cause nor urgent and compelling circumstances exist to justify summary disregard of the requirements of administrative law and ruling. As you know, last month, Governor DeSantis signed legislation outlawing vaccine mandates in his state in a direct challenge to President Joe Biden's mandate. DeSantis said at a signing ceremony in Brandon, Florida. Yes, they picked Let's Go Brandon, Florida as the place to sign this bill, which was just amazing trolling by the governor. Well done. The states are the primary vehicles to protect people's freedom, their health, their safety, their welfare in our constitutional system. What Biden is doing is not constitutional. There has never been a federal vaccine mandate imposed on the general public. Weeks later, in response to a lawsuit from Georgia over the vaccine mandate, U.S. District Judge Baker issued a nationwide injunction against the mandate for federal contractors. Here's one of the parts of this whole story that I think we do need to just kind of hit pause and analyze. Can you imagine if this many judges had actually gone after, I mean, seriously, this many judges, imagine if this many judges smacked down something that Donald Trump did and said that he had gone overboard, had lost his, basically his marbles, was making up justification for putting mandates on people. They would be going wall-to-wall coverage that that Donald Trump had been slapped down by multiple judges in multiple parts of the country and that this was extreme tyranny and overstep by a psychotic Donald Trump. The same exact thing is what happened now, except it's Joe Biden who actually did it. And Joe Biden did this. Okay, Joe Biden did this, folks. He did it. Joe Biden's the one. And the media's not covering it. Because they don't want to tell you the truth that this guy is a tyrant. They don't want to tell you the truth that he's completely disregarded the Constitution and basically torched it. They don't want to tell you the honest truth. That this was a terrible decision that is being made by this administration. And that this administration has no regard for law or your rights as a citizen of the United States of America. Let's go back to de Blasio just for a second here. Let's go back to what he just said. Let's go back to the way that he said it. 
All right, what de Blasio said was very clear. He believes that every state in America should do this. I'm hopeful that, that we found something here, and now I think it's going to blossom when we get out of the COVID era. One last point, we got to get out of the COVID era. Uh, today, historic day for New York City, we're implementing the strongest vaccine mandate in the country, all private sector employers, today. This is what we need to do everywhere. Every mayor, every governor, every CEO in America should do vaccine mandates now because we have got to. 2022 has to be a year we leave COVID behind. If we're going to fix public safety, we actually have to first get out of the COVID era. Mr. Mayor. Uh, I, 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 we got to fix public safety. I love this, right? So crime is because of COVID now. That's what he's saying. Everything that we can blame any of our total disasters on, we're just, or that, or that we would have to take accountability for, I should say. We're just going to blame it on COVID. We're going to blame the economy on COVID. We're going to blame high crime on COVID. We're going to blame everything on COVID. And if things don't get better, we're going to blame it on you. We're going to blame it on the unvaccinated. We are going to divide this country into two different sets of people. I've been warning you about this, and this is exactly what what basically politically de Blasio is saying here. You don't get... This under control, blame every governor, every CEO in the United States of America that did not mandate a vaccine. Now, when he calls it a historic day, I would argue that is exactly what you would expect from a tyrant. Taking away people's rights, that is a historic day. I cannot argue with that. It is historic what they have done in New York City. You have no rights there anymore. They are in charge of everything you do, including what happens to your kids. Now, Joe Biden has let 600,000 illegal immigrants in this country without testing our vaccine mandates. The media will not talk about that. The media will not cover that. That's the story that they don't want to tell you. So it's a this is nothing more than mandates on you and on no one else. And then there's the rationing of care. We're also moving into that part of this equation. MSNBC's medical analyst, Dr. Vin Gupta, not to be, uh, I don't want Ven Gupta to be, uh, you know, it's not Sanjay Gupta over at CNN. I want to clarify that because I don't think it's fair to, you know, somebody to misquote and say, oh, I heard on Ben Ferguson that Dr. Sanjay Gupta said this. This is not Sanjay Gupta, this is Dr. Ven Gupta. He's MSNBC's medical analyst. He was on TV this week, and he said it's time for the medical profession to begin looking at the bioethics of placing a lower priority on un vaccinated patients. Now, bioethics is a term that should scare the hell out of you. What that what bioethics means in the minds of tyrants is, did they comply with what we told them that they needed to do? Did they comply with what we said that they needed to do? And if they didn't, then they should lose the ability. They should lose the right to get quality care and treatment. That's what they're saying. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a listen to MSNBC's medical analysts having this conversation with Joy Reid about how in America it's just it's time. We're, we're past the time where we need to decide how we're going to start treating, a.k.a. punishing the unvaccinated. Now, how would you punish the unvaccinated? It's actually very simple. You tell them they go to the bottom of the list and they come in the hospital wanting quality care. You tell them that their life is not worth as much as someone who did what we told you to do, which was to get vaccinated. That is how we inspire people to submit to our demands. But they're saying, here it is. I know just off the top of my head, at least a half dozen people who've gotten COVID who are vaccinated, but who got it in settings where they were around mixed groups where, where people were not necessarily unvaccinated or not necessarily vaccinated. So the unvaccinated are spreading this thing and it's mutating. Let's be frank, because of the unvaccinated. OK, so I'm running out about what to do if people are refusing to protect themselves and other people. There is stats out today that we're talking about. Let me find this here. Um, 140 new COVID infections, 140 million new COVID infections to the U.S. in the next two months, according to the latest model. 140 million new cases. I, I, I mean, I'll just let you comment because I don't know what we do at this point. Honestly, Dr. Gupta, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. That's how you are now being referred to as you are such a problem in society today that they don't even know what to do with you anymore. I don't even know what to do anymore with these people. You stupid, ignorant, incompetent, flyover country Republicans. Now, remember, there's an awful lot of Democrats that haven't been vaccinated as well. There's an awful lot of minorities, by the way, that haven't been vaccinated as well. So, yes, they are talking about you this way. And what they're saying is it's time to ration care. We need to punish people. It puts their life at even more risk if they get COVID because we will not give them quality care. We're going to make them suffer. If you really think about what MSNBC is saying here, it is sick. It is pure evil. It is, I would argue, of the devil. When you start talking about people 
having a painful death, having uh, a, a horrible experience with COVID on purpose because you won't do what I told you to do. And that's all this is about, about you not doing what they told you to do. And this is now their last resort. We don't know what to do with you anymore. And this doctor, and if this doctor is willing to say this on national TV, this expert, right, medical analyst, Dr. Ven Gupta, who runs a ICU, if he's willing to say this out loud, you now have to start asking the question, how many people are doing this behind the scenes? How many doctors are just angry when an unvaccinated person comes to the hospital and they are like, hey, room three unvaccinated. Good luck. How many doctors are talking and violating the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm by maybe just walking away from people that are choosing to not get vaccinated as if you deserve what you get. Because when you're willing to say this out loud, when you're really willing to say this out loud on national TV and to say that maybe the rest of the country really needs to start doing what you're now describing, I mean it sincerely. God help us. And, and I have a feeling that there are doctors, based on what he just said, and based on the fact that no one has come out Right. The the American Medical Association has not come out and said anything about this. They've not come out and said this is unacceptable. No one has come out condemning this doctor for even implying this. It's almost like he's just saying what others believe. Good evening. It's great to be here with you and Dr. Watts. What I will say here is I think we have to move away from this paradigm of even thinking about caseloads day over day because it's overwhelming, it's psychologically depressing, it's discouraging. And really thinking about for the vaccinated, the triple vaccine, serious breakdowns that are landing in Dr. Watts's hospital or in my ICU and really following that metric, number one. So I think we have to frame shift here because these vaccines, like the flu shot, will mitigate the risk of severe illness. They do that really well. They won't prevent a positive test. So psychologically shifting that frame, critical. To your point, what can we do moving forward? I am really encouraged that the Sixth uh, Circuit Court of Appeals removed the stay on the Department of, of, of Labor's uh, order to private employers to say either do a weekly test or mandate the vaccine. That is going to have traction here, number one. So we're going to see more movement in the private sector. And then I, I do think negative incentives, whether it's a vaccine mandate in the workplace or, and this is where it gets controversial, but we need to discuss the bioethics of it, broadly, because this is not the last respiratory pandemic we're going to face, Joy. What do we do with somebody who's unvaccinated, who's taking advanced ICU therapies from somebody who is vaccinated in the hospital? How do we rank order that priority? We do it for organs, kidneys, livers, lungs. We say, did you smoke? Did you drink recently? If you did, you're lower on the list, even if you need it. We need to start thinking of that model, have bioethics around it, a framework, because this is not going to be the last respiratory pandemic we face. You got to think about those bioethics, folks. Translation, you come into my ICU and you're unvaccinated and I told you to get vaccinated and you didn't do it. Hey, good luck surviving. You deserve what you get. I thought doctors are supposed to do no harm. This doctor is actually saying I am going to pick and choose who I believe deserves to get quality care. Can you imagine if down, hey, you're overweight? Well, you deserve to get diabetes and die. 
You deserve that your kidneys are failing. You deserve the problems you're having with high blood pressure because you're overweight and you ate fatty foods. Or, hey, you came in the hospital and you're having a heart attack because you're morbidly obese. And they say, well, you know what? I don't really want to waste my time on you. You didn't stay in shape like we told you to. What if somebody comes in that's HIV positive or has full-blown AIDS? You're not going to treat them because they were involved in a lifestyle, maybe with drugs and needles that allowed them to be our hepatitis ABC, whatever it may be. Well, we told you not to do drugs, so you deserve what you get. We're not going to give you the life-saving care that you deserve or need because you're a drug addict. That's where we're now going. And they refer to this and the way they refer to it. And when you hear these words, you need to be really awake. Bioethics, medical ethics, all that means in translation is we pick and choose winners and losers in the operating room, in the hospital, in the ER. That's what we do. We choose winners and losers. That's how we roll. That's what we accomplish here. Dr. Fauci also says now that we should really be looking at requiring vaccinations for domestic travel. Now, of course, they're going to do this, even though 600,000 illegal immigrants came across <laughs> illegally, right? Came across the border illegally last year, were unvaccinated, untested. And, and there, are, there are estimates that at least 20% of them were COVID positive. But you as an American citizen, we're going to be harder on you than the illegal immigrants that we want to let in this country. And so and they're going to get there. I, I, I have said this now for the last, I don't know, four or five weeks on the podcast. I've been saying over and over again, they are going to have a vaccine mandate to travel in this country. It is just a matter of days until it happens. And you can very clearly hear this from Dr. Fauci. We'll divide you into two sectors in society, those that have liberties and rights to travel and those that have no rights at all. Is the quarantine for people who've been exposed? Dr. Fauci, good morning. It's uh, John Flamir. Great to see you uh, as always. Over the weekend, uh, you signaled some support for a vaccination requirement for domestic travel, saying that it would be another incentive uh, to get people to get vaccinated. Obviously, to this point, U.S. requires it for international travelers, but not within the United States. Uh, on that subject, will you recommend to President Biden there should be a requirement for vaccination for domestic travel? Well, I, I'm not going to tell you that for the simple reason is that I don't want to be publicly telling what I'm recommending to the president, because if then the president doesn't do it, I don't want to make it look he's going against it. The president <laughs> takes all recommendations, all discussions. And as a group, we make a decision about what's best to do. There are pros and cons to that. I mean, you've got to ask yourself why it is you're making that requirement. If you're making a requirement for vaccination for people to get on planes who are coming into the country, that's understandable. You don't want to bring more cases into the country. But if you're talking about requiring uh, vaccination to get on a plane domestically, that is just another one of the requirements that I think is. Re I, I just have to stop there for one second and go back to the former acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection who blew the whistle this week, Mark Morgan, saying at least 600,000 illegal aliens have broken into our country and invaded. 60 to 70% of our border resources have been pulled off the front line, pulled off the national security mission to protect 2 million migrants, as he put it. 
And he said, there's no testing. When you have six, seven hundred thousand that this administration has allowed into have allowed in illegally entering America and they're not testing them, nor is there any vaccine mandate for those individuals. And they're being flown to every town, city and state in the country. On what planet does this make sense? He said, go back to Fauci. Well, it makes sense if people are coming in from foreign countries to test them and to have a vaccine mandate for them, even before they get in this country, unless you come across the border illegally. You notice this is not about protecting you because if it was, they would shut down the border. They would do vaccine testing at the border or they would do COVID testing at the border. They would mandate a vaccine at the border for illegal immigrants who are coming into this country. If it was about safety, that's what they would do. And they're not doing it. Why? Because this is about power and control. It is not about your safety. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years. And in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The media also turning on so many of you that haven't gotten your booster. Maybe you haven't gotten your maybe you haven't even gotten your first shot. New York Times and Yahoo News headline this morning. As Omicron spreads and cases soar, the unvaccinated remain defiant. As a fast-spreading new strand of the coronavirus swarms across the country, hospitals in Ohio running low on beds and staff recently took out a full-page newspaper advertisement pleading with unvaccinated Americans to finally get the shot. It reads simply, help. I wonder who really paid for that. I want to to know, did, did Pfizer or Merck or... I want to know who really funded that ad. I'd love to see it. But in a suburban Ohio cafe, see this one, they, this is where they go after the redneck, ignorant people, ignorant folk of America. Get ready. Here it is. In a suburban Ohio cafe, Jackie Rogers, 58, an accountant, offered an equally 
succinct response on behalf of unvaccinated Americans. Never, quote unquote. There it is. Let's demonize those that disagree with us. Act like they got to be suburban idiots out there, them Trump supporters. In the years since the first shots began going into arms, opposition to vaccines has hardened from skepticism and weariness into something approaching an article of faith for the approximately 39 million American adults who have yet to get a single dose. This is when the media putting out the propaganda of this administration becomes state-sponsored media. This is no different than Chinese Communist News. It's no different than Russian Communist News. It's no different than propaganda you see out of Venezuela or Cuba. Now, the New York Times writes, health experts say that roughly 15% of the adult population that remains stubbornly unvaccinated. Yeah, that's going to definitely get the unvaccinated to listen to you when you mock them, refer to them as stubborn, and then you tell them that they're just stupid. Yeah, they're totally going to get in line now and get a vaccine. The article goes on to say, unvaccinated, the stubbornly unvaccinated is at the greatest risk of severe illness and death from the Omicron variant and could overwhelm that are already brimming with COVID patients. In Cleveland, where Omicron cases are soaring, a hospital unit at the Cleveland Clinic that provides life support for the sickest patients is already completely full. Compounding the problem, the pace of first-time vaccinations appears to be plateauing this month, even as Omicron takes hold. And the numbers vaccinated and eligible adults getting booster shots are lower than some health experts hoped. Only around 20% of children 5 to 11 years old have gotten a dose of the vaccine. And only around 1 in 3 fully vaccinated Americans has gotten a booster, meaning 33%. It is still too early to know whether spiking numbers of Omicron infections in New York, the rest of the Northeast and the Midwest, will be followed by a surge in hospitalizations and deaths. Early studies suggest the new variant may cause less severe illness than previous variants did. But so far, the threat of Omicron is doing little to change people's minds. Nearly 90% of unvaccinated adults said the variant would not spur them to get shots, according to a recent survey from the Kaiser Family Foundation. And some of the unvaccinated said that Omicron's wily ability to infect vaccinated people only reaffirms their decision to not get the shot altogether. Others say the virus's changing nature has stiffened their resolve not to get the shot because of all the breakthrough cases. It's just another variant, said Diane Putman, an unvaccinated resident of Dalton, Georgia, and president of her county's Republican Party. There's your attack on the Republicans. I told you this was going to happen. Now they're going to divide this into these dumb A Republicans, these Trump psychopaths, these psychotic people on the right are trying to kill you. Now, Diane Putman, there's a reason why they chose her. One, she's the chairman, right? The president of her county Republican Party. And two, they wanted to shame her in this article and show how stupid she is because their next sentence is, who spent six days in the hospital this summer after contracting COVID-19. Quote, next year, there'll be another one. I mean, there's going to always be different variants. 
So far, she's not wrong, by the way. But see, she went to the hospital, still won't get a vaccine, and therefore she's a dumb A Republican who deserves to get rationed care. She didn't deserve to get that hospital bed if there's somebody that comes in that actually got the vaccine. Public health campaigns and employee vaccine mandates have made progress since the summer at reducing the ranks of unvaccinated fence sitters. The New York Times writes this morning, people without easy access to health care and those who are hesitant but persuadable. If you're going to only attack Republicans in this article, which is exactly what they've done, you would think somebody would start asking questions of other individuals. Now, when I say other individuals, let me, let me explain what I mean by other individuals. There is a significant number of minorities in this country, many of them, by the way, who vote Democrat, not Republican, who have not gotten the vaccine. Why are they not talking about why there's so many minorities that are not getting the vaccine? Well, they don't want to write that article because that would be criticizing many Democratic voters. Let's just be honest about it. That's the only reason why they're not doing it. So the easiest group to attack, the easiest group to pick on, the easiest group to mock is clearly Republican voters. I'm sure this article was written. They said, hey, go out there and find a Republican. We can rip the hell out. Find somebody we can mock. You found one? Perfect. Who is it? She went to the hospital this summer. She did great. Let's imply that every Republican is refusing to get a vaccine, and it's only the Democrats that are smart enough to get it, even though Donald Trump's the one that actually came up with the vaccine. You're welcome. Many Republicans I know have gotten it. Many Republicans I know have not gotten it, by the way. It goes both ways. Many Democrats I know have not gotten it either, but let's not write that article. No, that's the, that article would be too inconvenient with the truth. We can't write that one. That one's just too scary. Public health campaigns and employee vaccine mandates have made significant progress. They go on to say that's why America needs it. The remaining ranks of unvaccinated Americans steadfastly opposed to getting a shot tend to be younger. The article says whiter. There it is. We're going to we're going to indict white people and more Republican than those who have received a vaccine or are still considering one. Surveys have shown. Okay, so we just we just turned this into a race war. Again, it's the New York Times, right? It's a bunch of young white Republicans that are trying to kill you. At least 6 million first doses have been given in December since Omicron was first detected in the United States. But those numbers come with a caveat. Boosters can sometimes be misclassified as first doses, potentially leading to an overcount of how many Americans are getting their first shots, the CDC has warned. Booster shots, now the preoccupation of many state and federal health officials have made up a greater portion of the roughly 1.5 million doses administered each day around the country in recent weeks. The rate of the first doses given was similarly sluggish in late summer when roughly 300,000 were given each day, dropping even more before regulators authorized the Pfizer-BioNTech shot for young children in October when the rate of first doses began climbing again. The number of adults vaccinated has steadily grown since six months ago, when roughly 170 million received a first shot, compared with around 220 million Saturday. An increase driven in part by mandates. See, mandates work, right? That's, their, that's all they need to know. Low vaccination rates, and this is the final attack by the New York Times on 
you ignorant, dumb white people that are Republicans. Low vaccination rates are still heavily concentrated in rural areas of the South, flyover country. With Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, Arkansas, and Alabama near the bottom. Those states have recorded around of their population as fully vaccinated, well below the national rate of about 62%. Here is my question. You can use stats any way you want to, but I want you to think about this, and this is my closing thought for you on this. If 50% of the population in states that actually advocate for freedom have been vaccinated, and the national rate's at 62%, my question is, how many people got vaccines against their will in hardcore liberal places like New York and New Jersey where you can't function without a vaccine, or California, or Minnesota, or Michigan? Places that have said you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything, and places where they've been mandating vaccines like New York City. My question is, is a 50%, about half the population in these southern states that have gotten the vaccine, is that straight up, totally accurate with the rest of the country if you did if you look at the numbers before there were vaccine mandates maybe the flyover country isn't that different from these other places is my point maybe flyover country that actually stands up for freedom instead of this psychotic in your face we're going to force you into submission like they're doing in New York City with de Blasio saying every mayor and governor needs to do a vaccine mandate Maybe it is that we are exactly like the rest of the country when we understand that there's something here that doesn't make sense and doesn't add up, that we should be able to try and we should be able to make decisions on our own. I wish somebody would look at that stat because I bet you that stat would be very telling. I hope you'll go backwards in our podcast, by the way, and grab yesterday's show and the day before as we continue to expose the plans of the Biden administration, their hypocrisy, and the vaccine mandates that are coming for all of us, even as the courts slowly try to stop them. Please make sure you share this podcast, text it to your family and friends, share it on social media. Make sure you write us a review. Please write us a five-star review. It helps us reach so many more people when you do that. And make sure, lastly, you hit that auto-download or subscribe button. It's free. So you can get this podcast every day. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul, Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. 
Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.